0: We are back, back with another week of the Bachelorette. Um, we are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast, as we know. And we're very excited to be back uh, to recap another week of Tasha's journey to find Ooh, love taisha or Tayshia. something that somewhat resembles it who knows maybe, maybe yeah <laughs> um yeah so should we just jump yeah is there any bachelor nation news so do, 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 um <laughs> It seems like there was something that I saw that was interesting. Um, I'm unprepared though, so if it comes, to um, me, Chris left. Harrison went over all the ladies that are going to be on oh, Matt yeah. James this season. We haven't watched it yet, though. And moving forward, um, next the next two weeks we have Monday and Tuesday nights double up. So yeah, we have four more episodes, and then we're done. So next week is hometowns and men tell all. At least it looks like that's what it is. So we're almost done. Yeah. It's almost Christmas too. Not bachelor related, just exciting. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's weird to have Christmas during the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. It's but it's cool. Also, not bachelor related, but Taylor Swift surprise dropped another album. So you know, it's been a good week, <laughs> <laughs> despite finals and papers. And yeah. You're to do. Um, but um, yeah. Let's just dive right into the the episode. Okay. So we start where we left off last week on the two-on-one between Bennett and Noah. Young Noah is what Bennett calls him. <laughs> but I call him smug Noah. They're both terrible. I mean I, well, don't, I don't think I don't, either of them are really terrible. Well here's the thing, and we sort annoying. of talked we sort of talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Nothing Bennett has said has been incorrect as far as Noah goes. Like Right. Like, maybe he shouldn't have done it. However. Is he condescending and awkward? Yeah. yeah. But he's also right. Like, <laughs> And he seems like a nice guy. And Tasha, is true. You know, later on in the episode, Tasha's going to talk about what a, what a good person he is. So, yeah. you know, I think that's probably accurate. Not, You know, seeing Noah on social media, it's cool that he's a nurse, right? He's out there fighting the COVID fight. And that's something that we should all be thankful for and lauding mm-hmm. you know he just he's young and he's um conceited i think mm-hmm. and he you know and that that rubs me the wrong way but i don't think he's like an evil person which again we talked about last week he's no luke p you know? yeah so. um but yeah so they go back they sort of pick up where they left off and taisha's like what's in the box and Noah basically is like, mm, you take it, you take it, Bennett. I don't want to talk about this. And then Bennett's like, oh, it's oh, a, he's like, it's a gift uh, that I got for um, uh, Noah. Mm-hmm. I uh, it's a gift for Noah. And um, so Tasha takes Bennett aside to talk to him. Yeah, she says she cared for him, but there's you know, have, it's just have you ever questioned my integrity? That's her big thing with him, like because. And it's all because Noah planted that idea in her mind, so she is not thinking about that in relation to him at all, Mm -hmm. because he's the one that planted the idea in her mind, so he's, like, immune from this. Right, right. And so now, which is not very nice. And Bennett's like, what? No, that's ridiculous. I've never, ever once questioned your integrity, like, I have the utmost respect for you, yada, yada. He's very apologetic. I'm so very sorry. She says, you don't have the right to tell anyone there's a 0% chance of being with me. You know, I'm making personal decisions here. You're still here because I potentially see a future with you. And basically, you have no right to make judgments on who I choose to stay. Yeah. And he's very, very, you know, apologetic. He talks about emotional intelligence again. Um, anyways, but you know, he's, he's wanting, you know, she's, he's sad that she's having to deal with Noah. Um, because he, and he, he says again, this weird phrase, it's really awkward coming out of his mouth. I just want to love you up. Mm -hmm. I've never questioned your integrity and you've got this, you know, you've got this. I have every confidence in the world that you know exactly what you're doing. So then she goes to talk to Noah and her whole demeanor with Noah is different. She's smiling at him. She's yeah. like, you know, you came out hot, guns blazing, night one. But now I'm just confused. You know, you, you, know, you just, I, I like you. I'm attracted to you. But you seem to be the common denominator in all of the drama. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure this out. Which is true, and everyone else can see that, and now she can see it too. So you got to be like, mm. but he manipulates her. Yeah, you know she's speaking truth to him, and he's like, "Well, Bennett thinks he's better than me." He, you know, he does he does it to everybody. He acts condescending to everybody, and he acts like it's no big deal when he's called on it. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. own up to it, and he worries that he'll treat her that way if she picks him in the end, and then he fake cries. Yeah. It's a total fake cry. He fake cries, and that whole he's afraid of that he's going to do this to her, too. So manipulative. Mm -hmm. Everything he does in this interaction is manipulative. That's what I wrote here. So manipulative. (laughs) It's so... It's just classic, like, toxic manipulation tactics. masculinity stuff. Um, And he he pretty much ends the conversation by by saying, but you've got to make your own decisions, right? So he's, in a way he's I mean Bennett's supposed to be the smart one and stuff and the higher EQ person but in a way Noah's more intuitive because he knows how to really plug into her insecurities yeah right? it's your decision you're the one making the decisions you know yeah. I trust you and so he's really flipped this narrative on its head mm-hmm. and it's it's fascinating to watch so that's you know that's why I don't like Noah I mean I, I don't I think he has a he's a nurse and everything, which that's like his main good thing. I think he has the potential to mature and be a decent, you know, human. And a lot of it's editing, but at this point it's just, he's just really manipulative and smug. Yeah. So she brings them both back and they're all sitting together. Well, before they sit, three of them, the two of them are put together in a room before she comes back. So they have to like do their childish stuff Um, Noah says Bennett has the highest IQ, but the lowest EQ. So he's, again, he's totally stealing Bennett's narrative and flipping it on his head. Yeah. Um, You know, I basically, you know, he, I told her how he tells Bennett, I told her how you talk down to people and so forth. Um, Bennett says, you know, you don't think I know that I'm different from everybody else here, which sort of made me sad. There was a little pang in my heart. Like, I, I, at that point, I realized Bennett is different than normal people. Mm-hmm. Like, Bennett's pretty self-aware, and he hangs a lot of merit on this emotional intelligence thing, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't think he's able to interact with the bros in a bro way. Exactly. They like him. They all seem to like him well enough. Mm-hmm. They're, like, a little bit confused by him, but... But they are, none of them dislike him except for Noah that I can really yeah, tell. Um, and it, so it just makes me sort of sad. I just kind of felt I like Bennett was isolated in a way at that point because this is the broiest season I remember in a long time. These guys yeah. really seem to like each other, and that just made me a little sad. Yeah, um, Noah says his tactic is I'm going to let Bennett be Bennett, and then you know that'll that'll be his undoing. I'm just going to let him be himself, and that'll get him sent home, which is pretty mean. Yeah. Um she comes back and she's sitting with them and she says, "Hey, like you both are being stupid." Well, she compliments. <laughs> she, yeah, she does, but she compliments them both too. She tells Bennett, "You know, you made me feel really special and I'm so happy I got to know you, but it worries me this condescending thing and questioning my intentions." And you know, she tells Noah that, he, that he, there's beautiful parts of him. But I just don't think you're ready for marriage at the end of this. And then she turns to Bennett and says, unfortunately, I can't give you this rose. Can I walk you out? Yeah, and he's just in complete shock. Yeah. He's like, what? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, please. And then, like, on his way out, he's like, is this, like... Is this for real? Is this for real? Which is interesting, because Easy said the same thing. Yeah. is Is this really goodbye? And she says, unfortunately... And he says, holy cow, <laughs> which right there, just in that response, sets him apart from all the other, yeah. <laughs> the other guys are going to say, holy cow, about uh, anything. But, you know, I don't think we're going to meet Bennett's family, um, but I sure wish we could. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, they, you know, he's shocked. He, he's like, I never, ever question your, your ability to make decisions you know, I just I just saw behavior in this in Noah that I don't think that somebody as wonderful and strong and decisive as you would ever put up with and and truly I didn't you know I didn't mean to question you. Yeah, and she seems a little bit bummed. Like I'm not I'm not sure she's totally set in her choice. Yeah, she's not not. He says thanks, pecks her on the cheeks and says I hope you find what you're looking for. There's a lot of great guys in there. I think she also tells him like this is hard because I really, I did see a future with you and this is a difficult choice for me to make. But yeah. it's between, like. exactly, between talking to him and the ITMs, she she does say that. and She's like, you know, I didn't expect that at all. I wasn't going to send him home. It didn't feel right because, you know, he's such a good person. Mm-hmm. Um which again, there's something, I know he's annoying, but there's something about him that's sort of my maternal instincts come out. And yeah, like, well, I don't think he's a bad person at all. I just, in this situation, I was like, she should just send them both home. Yeah, me they're too. both being toxic. They're both exhibiting toxic behaviors. Right. But Noah's more toxic. Yeah, at, at the end of the day. But again, some, some maternal instinct in me just feels for Bennett in some weird way. Maybe the same for her, I don't know. So she goes, you know. They do the thing, Bennett in the car, saying, "Oh man, I really didn't question her, t- her you know, intentions." Blah blah blah. He's sad, but he doesn't cry. Um, she goes back to talk to Noah, and he's all smile. He, he has oh, a thing before, of Tic Before she gets back, he downs a ton of Tic Tacs. Like it looks like half a container of Tic Tacs. Yeah. Ah. it's like. Dude. It's like that's so gross. And um, yeah, it's just like again. Like you a think you're gonna old. you think that she's gonna just make out with you after just sending some right. guy home? It was clear she was struggling with the decision. Yeah. She's hurting, dude. Yeah. And she comes back in and he stands up and he's all smiling and smug and she's like, Don't you smile, like nope. don't I'm not you giving you, I'm not giving you this rose right now. This was really hard for me and mm-hmm. I don't know if I want you to stay. This is not a victory for you. I had feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I'll see you later is how she ends it. hmm um, And Noah blames Bennett and his ITM rather than considering he may have had some responsibility. He may, yeah. In <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, maybe I'm a jerk. Um, then we get a bro walk. <laughs> the bros are walking the, to the cocktail party. The bro walk to the cocktail party. Um, you know. Brendan and probably a turtleneck. <laughs> sure, <And> then, yes. <laughs> I'm sure the other ones are dressed nicely as well, but he's always in his turtlenecks. Noah's fixated on the i that he's not ready for marriage, that she told him he's not ready for marriage. He's like really fixated on that. He's like, I know I am. And when the bros come, they semi enthusiastically acknowledge his presence. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, dude, okay, so you're still here, but where's your rose? And he's like, well, she doesn't think I'm ready for marriage, so I didn't get the rose yet. Mm-hmm. And um, Riley steals her first, right?
1: Uh, or let's is it? See. Uh,
0: well, I, I think this is semi-important to say because uh, I, I was surprised that they were all sort of, sort of enthused to still see Noah. Maybe uh, you know, so maybe he's not as bad as we think, or, or maybe they're just polite. <laughs> maybe they're just polite because Brendan, whom I trust probably more than any other guys there. Um, says, I like Noah, but he's the cause of so much drama. I just wish he would not talk for once. I wish he would just stop talking. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty heavy for somebody like Brendan who talks all the time. Yeah. <laughs> to, to notice, you know. Yeah. So, you know. I love Brendan. He's one of my favorites. He's a great guy. He seems like a great guy. Um, But, yes, yeah, so Ross Riley, Riley takes steals her first. And he gives her a drink and takes her off. And they're all, she seems excited that he's taking her away, and he has a little dessert set up, and he's like, today is our one-week anniversary of being boyfriend and girlfriend, which you never saw them him ask her to be his girlfriend at all. Last week he had the contract, remember? Oh! Okay. I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Okay. So it's been a week, it's It's their week anniversary. Very smooth, but still very cute. Yeah, and he gives her a dessert, and he's like, so I thought that we deserve this little thing together, and like, you deserve it. And she's happy. She does her little (laughs) tationing. She's happy. She's she's so happy, and I think it was really, really nice. And then his little, like, aside thingy, Mm -hmm. he's like, oh yeah, like... She's she's had a really rough week, yeah. and I really feel for her. And I just wanted her to have fun and just not think about everything else for, exactly. for a minute. He wanted it was to make really her smile. nice. Yeah. And it, it, it worked. <laughs> he said, he said I, I wanted to make her smile, and I think I did that. Mm-hmm. It was sweet. It was just, really, really sweet. Riley has very slowly over the course of the season really won my heart. I really like Riley. Yeah, I like him too. He I seems hope like a cool dude. We get to see him more in Bachelor Nation that he finds somebody deserving of yeah. him. I think once Paradise coolness. is back on, I'm I'm sure we'll see see I him at so, Paradise. Yeah. It'll be weird though because there'll be so many. Right. there's so many seasons to pick from. Possibilities. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Sh- Sure, if Brendan doesn't pick get picked, Brendan's for sure gonna be there. Ben for sure. Oh yeah, if he doesn't get if picked. If he doesn't get picked or um, doesn't find somebody else. Because I think he's a real genuine human and might just uh-huh. stumble upon love somewhere else, which would be great. Yeah. And, well and Ariel we're talking and I were talking about that today about Ben. Later on in the episode we we're talking about him. It could go one of a few. We're ways. worried he's going to suffer from Blake Itis. Yeah, we don't want <laughs> him to get Blake Itis because we remember how much we loved Blake on, on Becca season. season, and then once he got that notoriety, and the girls were clamoring for him, he just buckled fell over into it. it. Yeah, he yeah. just messed up. I, um, and I still think he's a good person. I he just got a, he just fell into it in a bad way. And I, I wait, will say worry about that. that. That Ben is more handsome than Blake. Oh, Blake, for sure. Blake on his season, the main thing he had going for him was that he was so likable and nice and mm-hmm. stuff. But um, yeah. Anyway, so she's going around back to the cocktail party. Yes, yes, she's yes, going yes. around and she's talking to all the people.
1: Zach um, comes up
0: next. He brings her a picture of their date. Yeah. Um, and it's cute. It's, she likes it. They yeah. make out, but he already has a rose, so there's no pressure. So there's, yeah. Um. Then who? Then Ivan. Um, let's Mike. see. There's a there's a bro break where we see them talking. Noah calls Blake smug. I'm like, what? Smug is the exact same word I've been using to describe you, Noah, this whole time. And Blake says he's happy. He's not Noah. So I wrote down maybe the bros don't like Noah, Brent, uh, Noah that much anyway. So Ben is next. They kid, that's when they're kissing and making out, and they're like, oh, we're not very good at this. Let's practice some more. Oh yeah. <laughs> Then Ivan and Tasha, and he's very sincere and tells her how seriously he's taking all of this. Um, Brendan's next. He talks too much again, but um, <laughs> she, she sort of pretends to spurn him, but she's just kidding, which was a, kind of awkward because he's so sincere. He's like, you know, she tra- he tries to kiss her and she's like, oh, you want to kiss me? He's like, oh, um, oh okay, no, that I'm not. Uh, um. So she messes with him. <laughs> and I think he's a really strong contender, but that... That little moment there makes me wonder if maybe she's not as serious. I don't know. That Who is was, this? That was Brendan and Tasha. Oh. Remember he's like trying to kiss her. You want to kiss me? Oh, no, it's okay. Uh-huh. And it was awkward, but he, you know, they do kiss and they do, they, they have a laugh over it sort of, but it's, it was a little bit weird feeling to me. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sense it as awkward. I think they were, I thought that they were just being like playful, but in sort of like a weird way. I. I actually think that they have some of the best chemistry. They have so much in common because they're both divorced. Mm -hmm. And they they have a maturity about them that the others lack, I think. Mm -hmm. Even though some of the guys are older than Brennan, like Zach. Yeah. I believe, anyway. So JoJo comes in. She doesn't ting her glass like she's supposed to. (laughs) But she announces the rose ceremony. And I was so excited. I was like... or I was like JoJo's gonna come out and say this is the final rose I was so excited I was like this is gonna be monumental someone else besides Chris Harrison's gonna say it and then they don't have her come out and say this is the final rose or at least they don't show it yeah they don't show it and I'm like "Mm, smells like sexism if you ask me (laughs) And right before the rose ceremony in an ITM, Ed says, you know, if I don't get a rose tonight, it'll be a result of Noah being Noah. And I'm going to be pissed. And I'm like, oh, Ed's still here? <laughs> Although I like it. I, I have no complaints about it. So, it's, there's, you know, there's, it's down to ten guys. And they're all standing there. And I've never seen this before. I thought that was super fascinating. Ivan says, I can't see how many roses there are, guys. How many roses are there? And somebody says there's Five. Ed does the math real quick and says, okay, three guys are going home then. And they're all, oh crap. Oh no, crap. hmm And you know, they're they're all nervous, but in the ITMs, they're all hoping that Noah goes home. Yeah. Um, and then people are all getting their roses and stuff. And the, then yeah, the, the order is Brendan, Riley, Blake. Yeah, Blake. <laughs> Ivan, and dun 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 Noah. Noah gets the final rose. Sending. Lame. And you can tell that she doesn't look really like she wants to give it to him. It definitely I think that's a producer thing. I, it definitely feels like a producer manipulated thing. Uh, Ed, Spencer, and Demar. Sweet Demar, go home. Uh, Bye, Ed. See you in paradise. I think the producers really like Ed because of all this stuff. Funny. Chris Harrison. Yeah. The yeah. Chris Harrison. <laughs> date. <laughs> and then we'll talk about it later but the post credit scene they devote to Ed so I think that the producers like him and he'll be back if he wants to be <laughs> which I'm glad because I like Ed too um uh, but i sad to see DeMar go. Spencer, you know, didn't really feel like I knew him. DeMar was really sad. I thought he, he seemed really yeah. nice. and He was very like a handsome. Yeah. And he's a little less dynamic than some of the others, so I worry that we might not see him again. But Yeah. I he hope was, so. He was fun on some of the dates, though. Mm-hmm. Like the music date. He was like, heck yeah, yeah, I got yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, I have nothing bad to say about him. He seemed like mm-hmm. a sweet guy. Um, Zach and Ben already had roses. So they're good to stay. Is that right? I think that's yeah. right. All right. So in his ITM after the rose ceremony. Oh, well, Jojo does come out and say, take a moment, say your goodbyes. So she at least gets to do that. <laughs> she gets to say that part. But after the rose ceremony, Noah in his ITM says, "Tasha gave me a reality check and hopefully the damage is done and tomorrow we can carry on as normal. Um, And then the next day... They get a date card for Mm -hmm. a date, right? Yeah, JoJo comes in. Oh, Oh, that's right. She gets her little, it's getting serious now, guys, spiel. Taysha told me she's falling in love. Next week is hometowns, and that's when I fell in love with my fiance, Which, I'm not sure I entirely buy that from JoJo, because the minute, like way early on, I was like, oh, she's mostly feeling Jordan like maybe she didn't fall in love with him till hometown right but um, he was the front runner from the start pretty much yeah she knew that he was definitely up there but unlike Claire she played along and played the game and now she's a, <laughs> she's a bachelor nation favorite and a potential replacement for Chris Harrison somewhere down the road you know yeah. so go her um so when she talks about hometowns all the guys are excited and happy and smiling except for Zach He looks very stressed. But Zach reads the date card. Uh, Ben falling in love is full of surprises. And Ben is so happy. He's like, oh, oh, one on one. We're happy. And we're happy (coughs) for him. JoJo leaves. And Zach just starts crying. He freaks out, yeah. He's like, meeting families is a big deal. And it's everything. It makes ob- it real. It's a, it's a big deal for everyone. So, I like, I get that. But, like, he's, like, crying so hard. They spent, like, three or four minutes on this. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. So it'll probably be important or something. Yeah. His parents will be so happy to see him happy is the basic gist of this blubbering that goes on for two or three minutes. And I like Zach. I'm not trying to criticize him. I just, <laughs> they just dwelled on it a long time. And I <laughs> I thought I... Why is that? You know. So, Ben and... um. Taysha, go on you know they meet up for their date I wrote down he's wearing one of his kind of ugly shirts again but he's so cute <laughs> So cute. and I think when he walks up to her he says something about the matching yeah something. matching shoes or something I think she is in tennis shoes because you said oh, I thought she was on high heels yeah but then they're on the scooters so I'm pretty sure oh yeah she's in tennis so I'm I think he does say I think he does say oh we're wearing matching shoes JoJo zooms up on a scooter in this cute little helmet. She's just adorable. And Tasia's like, oh, my God, girl, you're so cute. And I was like, that's sweet. Like, I love seeing a little bit of sisterhood on The Bachelor. Yeah. Because she, she's usually surrounded by men all the time. Right, exactly. So JoJo says she set up an oasis for them, but they have to follow the clues to find the oasis. So they, she, they have their own scooters that they're going to get to zoom around on. And they go to their scooters, and Ben says, okay, read the card. And she's like, why should I read the card? He says, it's on your scooter. <laughs> and he's so cute, I just can't stand it. And then their first clue is, go to the place where the score is love, or yeah, something like something that. something like that. And she's like, I don't know, I don't know. And then he's like, uh, it's a tennis court. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, love is a score in tennis. <laughs> he, says, he even knows it's zero. He's like, yeah. that means zero in tennis. So they get on their scooters, and they're super cute. They are pretty adept at them, and they're zooming around. And Ben's like, oh, this is the first time I've been on a date in forever. And she's like, oh, how is it? he's like, oh, it's great. You know, I just want to spend time with you. And then he playfully sticks his leg out and pretends like he's going to kick her over. She sort of maneuvers away. And I'm like, if I tried to get on one of those things, I would kill him. I'd have a serious head injury in no time. You know, but they're very adorable. They get to the... Tennis court, and there's like, a little blow-up pool thing um, that all the Bachelor Nation women have their babies in. Have you noticed? They're all having their babies in these pools, little blow-up pools in their house. I didn't didn't notice that. Um, Jade, that was how Jade did it. Anyway, and and, it's filled with tennis balls. um, And she at first starts digging through them and looking for it. Yeah, they are rackets. At, he, oh, yeah, them. they're, like,
1: scooping out the balls of the
0: rackets. And then Ben's like, oh, this is taking forever. And then he picks up the pool, which is pretty big. Yeah. And, like, full of... But not as big as him. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it's full of, like, all these balls and stuff. So it's probably hard to maneuver, yeah. too. And he, just, and he just dumps them all out. No <laughs> and, and she... Tasia's like, I found it! It's hard. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, she... Ben found the card, Tasha. <laughs> you just saw it <laughs> first, but he's the one that actually did the work. Give him a little credit. And um, I don't then, think we know what that card says, but it directs him to go to a fountain. Yeah, they go to a fountain. Is it the fountain that we see all the time? I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's a fountain that looks like the fountain we see all the time. And there's uh, clues in it in the middle, and so they have to walk through the fountain to get the clue. And Ben takes his pants off. And she's like, Oh She's like, Are you taking your pants off? Why are you taking your pants off? And he's like, Yeah, I'm not about to, I'm not about to get my pants wet. <laughs> it was so funny. And then like he's got a little finicky side, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> and then like uh She's like, oh, this is a fun date with the clues where it's so cute. And he's taking his pants off. It's like a win-win. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Tayshia's very happy right now. <laughs> and um, they find another clue that says something about goat. You know, it's a pinata clue. Of yeah, some they end sort. up with a bunch, four or five pinatas. And it's like, what matters is what's on the inside. Right. So they have, they're like, oh, we have to, the clue's inside one of these pinatas. We got to hit them. So they start, but and they then, start hitting them. And at first, they, they're blindfolded, but then they just wear the blindfold on their foreheads yeah. like a headband. <laughs> I think they realize, like, what's the point? You know, we're trying to solve this. We're not competing against each other. Why are we wearing the stupid <laughs> So they just wear the the, like headbands and they start hitting all of them. And the one with the clue in it is the last last one. And like with the little pool, Ben makes quick work of these things. (laughs) He is not messing around. He is like a gentle giant, this man. And he just, oh, he's so impressive. He's so sweet and lovable. I know. I love him. He's a, he's a big teddy bear. Yes. Um, and then is that the last stop? Yeah, and basically the card inside that one says, "Oh, this is your oasis. Just have have a seat." <laughs> it's a, <laughs> sort of climactic. It's like that scene in um a Christmas story when he's working so hard to like decipher the cereal oh, box yeah. clues, and he works so hard. And, and it's, it's just an ad, it's an ad or yeah. it's a radio show, right? Yeah, something like that. And then it's an ad buy for more. Him crispies or whatever yeah (laughs) that's exactly what their date was (laughs) that's our christmas contribution to the show (laughs) um and then it's they go into their nighttime portion of the date right no they have they go into their oasis the daytime you know ending and he tells her i feel like this date is a long time coming but couldn't come at a better time which is sort of a gobbledygook statement but very sweet Mm -hmm. and she says you know why do you freak out so much when you know when we're alone together trying to talk and he says i'm afraid of not being perfect i don't want to burden you with you know stuff about me that's not perfect and he looks he looks a little bit like he like he wants to be he looks a little bit uncomfortable and anxious about talking about this yeah and he acknowledges that it's because he doesn't want to to burden anyone with right this type of stuff he says but i'm gonna stop i don't want i you know maybe it's because i don't want, i'm worried about not being perfect but but i'm gonna stop that stuff because i i really trust you so i'm gonna try to open up mm-hmm. and she seems to be happy that that he trusts her um but it's clear that this is this all all this type of getting to know each other stuff right. is difficult for him they cheers, but in her itm, she's like, "I really hope he opens up to me tonight because I don't know if so I'm going to be able to give him the rose because I just really don't feel like I know this man that well." Mm-hmm. And then it's an idea. Um, and oh, this is cute when they when she approaches him and they he first sees her, he's like, "Oh, love the shoes because you know your dresses are they're great, but your shoes are always on point." <laughs> <laughs> <And> I'm like. <laughs> I didn't expect that, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much of... Just these little layers keep peeling back about Ben. And I'm like... And he eventually talks about his sister. So you're like, hmm, I wonder if he notices these things because he has a sister. He's so close to his sister. Like like he's like, (laughs) just pays attention to the things differently because he idolizes his sister. Well, and she's into fashion and lifestyle and stuff as an influencer. So maybe that would be a good fit. Maybe he's into the beautiful things in life too. Yeah, like like how um, Ari and Lauren ended up working out cuz they're both just just a little. And I don't think taisha and Ben are shallow, but Lauren and Ari they like the more shallow things. Yeah, they're and not And they really bonded over that. Neither of them are particularly smart. <laughs> They're taking interest in each other's interests, and they just don't care if they show their entire lives to the entire world, <laughs> including selling stuff through their baby, which their baby not may not like someday. <laughs> oh, Mom, and, Mom and dad made a pile of money off me when I was less than one year old. Well, hmm. hopefully their parents, the baby's parents will pay for it. You know, college and stuff, yeah. And stuff. Oh, I'm sure. And that baby is so cute. That's the cutest Bachelor Nation baby that I think. That and um, Becca's babies. Becca's babies are so cute. They're, they're super adorable. Um, but yeah, so. Anyway, I digress. Um, Pulls they out have, her chair. And he says specifically, he's like, oh, 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 let me, let me pull out your chair for you. Don't sit down yet. <laughs> it's so cute. And he has a toast. And he says, I can't believe this is my real life. <laughs> it's, it's so, hilarious it so cute um and sh- they start talking a little bit and she's basically like listen i just feel like i don't know you and i want to know you so tell me yeah says stuff i feel like you're too perfect you know i and i feel like you're holding back and there, there's some hurt there somewhere <laughs> and he, he's like oh boy <laughs> um and he's like well i don't want you to think that i i like try to be like this perfect person like i i am human and i make mistakes and stuff Um, but but i come from a home where we were expected to be perfect and that yeah and he basically it's just hard for me to be vulnerable and talk about stuff i'm uncomfortable talking about and it's clear from what he's saying that he has been a victim of like normalized toxic masculinity like the like he obviously comes from a home where men expressing their feelings and emotions and talking about things was frowned upon, and he was pretty high level in the military too, which is another place where you can experience toxic masculinity on a pretty, yeah on a pretty severe level. Which I'm sure. and one of the things that I really like about um, Ben throughout this season is in the different stuff that he talks about is that he does talk about struggles that he deals with that men deal with more than we really realize and won't talk about um and they won't talk about it and he's sort of starting to normalize that conversation which i think is pretty which is really brave yeah pretty cool so Mm -hmm. we and his sister it turns out is really instrumental in having having had this impact on on Ben. Mm-hmm. So Tasha's like, um, he's like, I'm an open book. Ask me anything. She's like, I want to know everything. Um, well, let me see. Are you close to your family? Which is her go-to, one of her go-to questions. Yeah, Some like, are you close to your family yeah. or like, how did your family feel about this? It's always that. Right. And it does me, it makes me a little bit because like, we know that she loves her family and she's close with her family. But also, whenever anyone has any struggle, she always asks, "How did your family feel about that?" Mm-hmm. So I feel like, even though she's close with her family, they haven't always been supportive with her decisions. Yeah. And it, cause yeah. it's always it always comes back to that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, yikes! Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. Um, so he says he's close to his sister, and he's you know she saved his life, on, you know, in more than one way. He says 2018 was a really bad year for him. He had to leave. His career that he thought he would have for the rest of his life, he broke his back. And he was super unhappy and didn't know how to tell anyone that he needed stuff. Yeah. He, needed help. he also mentioned that he was living in a city that was too, too expensive, expensive, which I think is an important topic to yeah, touch on. for um, sure. I sh- shouldn't gloss over that. Because yeah, um, a lot of young people find themselves in that position. Yeah, I think a lot of, because um, <clears throat> I think there's higher amounts of, I don't know the exact statistic to support this, but I believe that there are. Um, it amongst like young people, especially like college students, like now there's higher rates of depression. Be, and a lot of that is due to how ridiculously expensive it is now compared to what college used especially to cost. in certain places. We live in a very expensive area. We're not wealthy and we struggle to, well, you know, we, we work hard. I'm I'm going to say we struggle, but we work very hard to pay our mortgage and to stay afloat. We're very lucky to live here. You know, we can see the ocean out of our window. It's a very nice, safe, lovely community. Um, The biggest city to us is San Luis Obispo. And there was, I think it was a 2018 study um, determined that San Luis Obispo is the most expensive city in the country to buy a retirement home in. Mm -hmm. So we live, you know, San Luis is even more expensive than where we live. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a college town. So I can totally, you know, kids who go to school there and love it here and want to live here can't afford to stay here mm-hmm. you know most of the time and so uh, yeah that is an important topic to I'm sorry I yeah. sort of brushed that under the rug no no but, no that's cool I think but that can often be a big contributor to the depression, depression that he's sort of describing mm-hmm. uh, as well as just feeling lost as far as his career went and stuff oh, like yeah. that because um, I mean when you're in the military that's like your whole life that's mm-hmm. where, you know that's where you live that's where you eat that's you know you're Family and friends or just a yeah, whole little community. Yeah. Um, at least that's my understanding from people I've known in the military. So Tasha pushes him a little bit and like, you know, tell me more, tell me more. And it is it is clear that he's uncomfortable talking yeah. about this. Um, and so a part of me sort of like, oh, like, I don't know how I feel about her pushing him so hard to but share these things. But she's kind when she does it. It's kind of like, you know, you can trust me. It's okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, in the back of my mind, it's like producer manipulation yeah it's like this is a first date these are really heavy topics to yeah. like talk about um but she does already know he's had an eating disorder so she's, yeah that door sort of open yeah um so and so he decides to tell her that he had two failed um suicide attempts mm-hmm. and um he's like oh he's like, like i'm really sorry to do this to you it's a weird place to do this and i smile when i'm uncomfortable so i know that's weird i know this is all really weird yeah which i thought was really self-aware the smiling thing yeah um he's very self-aware about everything that he's just like discussing and um he basically says like my sister doesn't know this but like she doesn't know that i i tried to do any of this but she is the one that really saved me like she was there for me through all of this, and I just really appreciate her, and I love her. And like she knows now, I guess. Mm-hmm. He says he didn't want to burden anyone, like he said many times. So he thought it would be better just not to be here anymore. But his sister saved him, and she doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah. And he was um, really intentional and aggressive with his therapy, and um, he's Scott. He's still here, mm-hmm. and so am I. Yeah, and he's like, he's he's like, thank God it didn't work because now I'm here with you, and I'm just having the best time. Um. And it was a good discussion to have. Um,
1: it's I just agree. a bummer
0: that he sort of had to do it in a situation that didn't feel entirely comfortable to right. him. Um, but he gets the rose, yep. and she's super happy that he opened up to her. Yeah. Um, so he's the first one of the guys that's officially going to hometown. Yay, Ben! We love you! Which is, is nice, but I still don't know how they're doing hometowns. Yeah. Um
1: Next, so they
0: go to have a little, there's a little concert. Oh, concert yeah. Room. I forgot about that. Some wrote, random dude sing. They dance, some nerd dude. Yeah, I wrote down some nerd dude. His some nerd dude. Apparently his name is Adam Hembrick or something like that. Um, she, this is important. She feels um, really confident um, with him. And during this date and this dance, she feels like this is how she expects to feel with her husband. Mm-hmm. And she says, I truly love Ben. And Ariel and I paused and said, "We all truly love Ben." Yeah, <laughs> we do. Because <laughs> because when she says that she truly loves him, I don't think she quite means an in love sort of love yet. And we sort of were talking about it, and we're like, "Like we all love him." So I think that's the kind of love she's talking about. Yeah. She's like, "He's just the best person." Like she really, really like just wants to protect yeah. him. <laughs> it's for me, it's an admiration and a maternal feeling, and just a like. What's next out of this guy? Yeah, There's so many layers to him, and he's just fascinating. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then the next day, they get the group date card, um, which says, The truth is that I'm falling in love. Which we know that the truth part ties back into the lie detector test that they're going to have to do. Zach, Brendan, Ivan, Noah, and Riley get the group date, which means that Blake, next week, will have the one-on-one. Who, Blake is still here? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he gets the one-on-one on one one of the big weeks. I'm I'm surprised he's still here, but I like him. I have no reason not to like Blake Beard. um, Well, he was your favorite to start off with. Oh, yeah, really? (laughs) He's super cute. You know, and he's got a, it seems like he's got a sense of humor, so no reason not to Um, like him. Well, everyone there is always talking about how all he talks about is, like, penises. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> kind of Never mind. Um, He's probably a little immature. Yeah, but he seems like an he, uh, or The guys all go on their group date, and uh, JoJo's there, and um, JoJo's like, All right, guys, what you see here is a polygraph test. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> she's like we're gonna do a little lie detector test um but to make it all fair we're gonna ask questions for Tayshia too right and interestingly maybe other guys say something and they just show Noah but Noah's kind of shifts back and forth on his feet a little nervously and says no, nothing you know, to hide here right guys yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing, to hide, nothing to lie about right guys uh, <laughs> yeah nervously and um I'm like let's just I just want to say I highly doubt that this is a real polygraph test because it's like a laptop that looks like this little heart monitor thing on the screen, (laughs) and then there's a green light for they're telling the truth, a red light for they're lying, and a yellow light for cannot be determined. don't know, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like – and all I can think of is that the producers – know all these things about all these guys because they've shared it at some So point there's just someone that's casting like, oh, project. do the green light bulb. Yeah, like <laughs> the cruisers are in the back room going, okay, green, green, yellow. Let's try yellow. You know, so. But who knows? Who knows? Um, Tasha's first. Tasha's first, and they ask her questions like, oh, are you falling in love? And she's like, Yes. And everyone's like, hey. And it goes green right at the bottom. Yeah. the guys are like, yay. And, and Treasure says, you can't see them because you're facing away from them, but they're super happy right now. And then she's like, oh, are you in love with more than one person? She says, And yes. then she says, yes. And the green light goes, ding. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, oof, that's a rough one. Um, Do you regret sending anyone home, Taysha? And she says, no. And then it goes, orange ding. Yeah. And then Brendan, this is one of my favorite parts of the episode, Brendan turns around to Noah and is like, I think it's Bennett. He's <laughs> like, I think she regrets sending Bennett home. That was funny. I love Brendan. <laughs> um, and then and that- she says, um, do you think your husband is here among the guys remaining? And she says, yes. And it goes green. Yeah. Um, and then. That's how it's done, gentlemen. Jojo says before she invites them to come up to the mission. Who's first? Is it Ivan, Ivan is, is first. Ivan's not, you know, Ivan's the sweetest guy on the planet. So yeah. there's nothing there's nothing really too feeling about him. You know, are you around have you been aroused when you spent time with Tation? He says yes, and it goes green. Do you want children? Yes. And it goes green really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Which we can already tell with right. him. He's already he's been very open about yeah. wanting a family and stuff. Um then next up is it Zach? Um. Let's see. Noah. Noah. Oh. Has anyone faked an orgasm with you? He says nope. Like, and the red one, orange. It's orange. Orange. Oh. And Tasha's like she looks at the right at it and she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you ready to meet Tasha's family? He says yes, and it goes green. Mm-hmm. Sort of surprising. Do you miss your mustache? He says no, and it goes red. Yeah, that one. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Well, okay, this is me too. Okay. <laughs> Brandon's next. He says, I'm going to settle down my heartbeat. <sighs> He's very, Brandon's a very logical guy. Yeah. <laughs> very talkative, talks through things, very logical. He's. I like him. Anyway, so he says, will you be ready to propose to Tasha at the end of this? He hesitates. He a says, moment. I'd like to be. He says, I hope to or be. Or I hope to be. I hope so. Yes. Yeah. And it turns green. Yeah. Which is, that's a good way to, to do it. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, um, are you ready to meet Tasha's family? And are you ready for her to meet your family? She asked both questions and both come up yellow when he says yes. Yeah. So and So I think what's happening is he he thought if it is a real polygraph test, he thought so hard about staying calm mm-hmm. that he's just so his heartbeat's just so flat that it's like not able to not it's able to really register. Yeah. Like, he overthought it to the point where it wasn't yeah. <laughs> beneficial to him. Well, and we'll find out. And he has a good reason later when she talks to him about it, which we'll get to. Why mm-hmm. it went yellow. Um, and Tasha says, his answer surprised me, because I thought for sure they'd come up green, because he's so uh, sincere and stuff. But mm-hmm. again, he'll he'll make an explanation for that later that's very reasonable. Next up is Zach. Zach, have you ever cheated? And then he says yes, and it goes green. And she's like, oof. Mm-hmm. Um asks if he's ready to meet her family I think, uh, right? do you or? see yourself falling in love with And he says he may already it may already have happened and it goes green mm-hmm. so she's in her little itm she's conflicted about that she's like i don't want to cheat her you know it's great that he's in love with me but i don't that's a non-negotiable deal breaker I'm not gonna date a cheater yeah and um once a cheater always a cheater she says riley's next and JoJo says, Riley, we remind you as an attorney, JoJo yeah. says, do you do this uh, with your clients? And he says, no, I refuse to let them do this because they're, they're not, not always, always accurate. they're not accurate, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's very slick and smooth like Riley always is, charming. So she says, okay, I want to establish a baseline with you. So I'm just going to ask you a couple baseline questions. Um, is your name Devin Riley Christian? And he says, yes. Yes. And then it goes... Or it goes red. red. Yeah, it goes red. And then Tayshia's like, "Do what? I not even know his name? Like, what? who is this guy?" And the guy, the bros are like, "Oh, son of a gun!" I think Noah says, "Son of a gun!" Wow! And they're all looking at each other like, oh. "Yeah." And then he's like, "These things aren't always accurate, guys." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can you see yourself falling in love with Tayshia? He says yes enthusiastically, and it turns green immediately. Mm-hmm. He says, "Are you re- uh, are you ready for Tayshia to meet your family?" And his answer is, "I want her to, but am I ready?" I just don't know and it goes green right Mm -hmm. so again good answer yeah but again a normal polygraph test you have to say yes or no (laughs) you're not allowed to like you know at least that's my understanding of what i you know everything i've read about them but who knows um so at the end that's the end of the day tasia says some stuff didn't really sit well with me so i need to talk to these guys tonight and riley's really fretting about the whole the whole yeah um, so they have their nighttime part of the date, and she just steals all of them away to talk to them about everything. Um, first she steals, um, it Zach? I'm trying to see here. Yes, it's Zach first. And she's like, cheating's never okay. And it's he's like, a deal breaker. He's like, well, just hear me out. Just hear me out, okay? You, you promised to hear me out? And she's uh-huh. like, oh, fine. Like, she's clearly very upset about this. Right, right. <laughs> and I think part of that has to do with the, how much she likes him. Yeah, and um, exactly. She, uh, he's like, well, Mom, it was the there was this girl it was and my first girlfriend, it was my first girlfriend and ever, and, and, and we, we were, were in dating, love. we were in love, and then um, I went bowling, and there was this other girl at the bowling alley. Well, no, yeah, he said he said that we were I was my first girlfriend, we were in love, but then I met another girl somewhere, and I French kissed her while I was still dating the first girl, and she's like, <gasps> and he's <laughs> like. It was at the bowl and We were in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> and she just laughs and laughs. And she's like, you scared me. What the heck? I will say. Well, and she says, did you, are you downplaying anything? Yeah. And he says, no, I'm being completely honest. Mm-hmm. And he's not connected to any polygraph, fake mm-hmm. or real right now. Nope, he's not. I think. That this story is probably true, but Mm -hmm. I think he probably also had some iffy behavior, iffy behavior during his addiction, addiction which is normal. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's not not, it's not okay. However, it happened. Like addiction addiction, changes you. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I think it would be better for him to come forward with that now yeah because i think that's going to come out later and mess her up i think in hometown something's going to happen and she's going to find out that he did in fact when he was married to the other person fool around when he was high yeah um so hopefully that's not the case however the whole thing's a little, little sus. little Yeah. I like Zach, but I'm not a hundred percent. But either. they make out and she, Oh, and she tells him that she's, well, yeah, he says, he says, I was uncomfortable with today. And she's like, why? And so he said, it doesn't have anything to do with the cheating question. But when they asked me if I was falling in love with you, I didn't want that to be in front of all the other people. I wanted to tell you that in private. And she says, that's okay. Because when you said that, I wanted to grab you because I'm falling in love with you too. Yeah. And I was like they're falling back. The lead I don't think should tell the who tell people they're falling in love with them. Until I the don't end. either. I think that's better. Yeah, or have it be in a, a fantasy suite type of situation. Yeah. Um, Ivan's but, next, but yeah, they're cute. I don't think um, they talk about anything super. I I don't remember anything they talk about. So I think it's just a nice. Oh, I like you. I like you too. Kiss, kiss. Yeah. He said, I, um, he says he's, anytime he hesitated when he's answering those questions is because he's only been in love once before and that was a gradual thing. And he's already there with, you know, he's, he's, I'm already pretty much there with you. Yeah. And I think he basically was just like, it's a little scary, but you know, let's do it. Yeah. He's just sweet and Um, honest. I think Brendan is next. And she's like, why was it inconclusive? Do you think about meeting your family? And he says, yeah, what the hell was that about, right? Uh, uh, At face value, of course, I want you to meet them. But they went through this, you know, when I got married before. And I don't want to do it again unless it's a forever thing. So, Mm -hmm. and she's like, I appreciate your honesty. You know, and they bond more over that shared experience. Yeah. So he's, that was a really great interaction, actually. That was a really good opportunity for them to really be honest with one another. And I, I mean, Brennan's a, I can't see anything wrong with Brendan. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, um, the bros before oh, did, uh, did Riley speak with her yet? Yeah, Riley's after next. He's the last oh. one, I think. And the, but before that, the bros chat with one another and agree that, as uncomfortable as this has been, it's you know at least they're able to. Um, it's been an important way for them to talk about the past and put things aside that you know, might come up before home, you know, at hometowns, get mm-hmm. it done before hometowns. Um, Riley agrees, but he needs to be honest. He's going to meet his family and she needs to know, um, but his what his family has been through. And it's been a really tough, tough time. Um, but he, but he finally has to talk about, it. he's really psyching himself up. He's really freaked out about it. And he actually goes aside and cries for a little bit. And I found it interesting because when he's during this time, that very sophisticated Riley veneer that's mm-hmm. on top, that very smooth, articulate gentleman, that kind of fades away a little bit. Mm-hmm. He gets pretty raw and a little less sophisticated, mm-hmm. you know? And so again, I love all these, these guys are, most of these guys are great. Yeah. So after the cry, he pulls himself together and he goes to talk with um, And he basically says, you know, it's a messy situation um, his He was born with the name Dwayne Henderson Jr. after his dad. Mm-hmm. And he loved his dad. They had a great childhood together, even though his mom and dad divorced. They, had, they traveled. They did fun things. But then when he got older, they had a huge falling out because he realized that his dad had been lying about his mom and saying mean things, terrible things about her that just weren't true. Mm-hmm. So he pulled himself together, made amends with his mom, um, couldn't look at himself in the mirror anymore because... He wants. He just. He just felt terrible about his some of the things he had done in life. He couldn't look at himself in the mirror. He wanted to be a better man, an honorable man. So he changed his name, and his mom went to the courtroom to help him. It was so touching. Mm-hmm. What a good talk. Yeah, you know? and you know, and he was, and he wanted to clarify. It's like people change their names legally all the, all time. the time. This right. isn't like a weird thing. Like this is my name. So when it went off. I don't know why it would do that. Cause this is my name. Like, uh-huh. the other he name said like, he's, he's name. like, I really, you know, he said, I, what the hell that was like, that, that sucked. And she says, you know what? You're still here. You're strong as hell. I appreciate everything. You know, you opening up to me and you've been through a lot. And he mm-hmm. says, I really want a loving family. I think I'm on the way to finding it. I don't know if I deserve praise. And she's like, you sure do. So he says, a weight's been lifted off his shoulders, and he doesn't feel like a fraud anymore. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am a good man. Yeah. And at the I was con- just like, where's my hand? <laughs> and um, at this point, the date sort of concludes a little bit. And mm-hmm. she basically says, listen, I appreciate how open you've all been with me. I really just need more time to think about who to give the rose to. I can't give out any roses tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, no, cool. Totally respect that. It's a big one. It's a big decision to make because with hometowns around the corner, it's a big thing. No right. problem. I totally think she, cool. I think she would have given it to Riley, but she knows she doesn't really want to take him home. Yeah. So that's the excuse she made. Yeah. Like Riley's the one that deserved it, but she knows that that's not the guy for her, so yeah. she, she chose to do this instead. Yeah. Um, also, I think she knows that she's not going to pick what Blake... Like on their one-on-one but isn't sure yet. Uh, But she knows that there's still another rose that could be handed out to some of these guys. Yeah, she wants to keep that rose open, yeah. Um, But yeah, so that sort of concludes the episode. Well, we got one more thing. She goes back to her room. Oh, I forgot about this! (laughs) And who's there? Bum-bum-bum! looking as creepy as possible. Yeah, this whole thing is so creepy. I'm like, how is she not terrified? Well, I wrote down, like, if this had happened in real life and there weren't producers and cameramen there... I would be terrified. So scary. I'd be like, call the cops. I'd be like, yeah. where's my phone? And she's wearing that beautiful dress too, but she can't run away in that no. dress. <laughs> and he compliments her on it. Yeah. Like, he says, wow, that's a nice dress. And they go in her room and she's like, it smells fresh in here. The whole thing is so weird. Yeah. She's like, well, I didn't tidy up." Yeah. And the whole interaction was so, I'm like, no. I'm like, Bennett, you're cool and I want to like you. Because well, you have a lot of good characteristics, but this is creepy. And I know it's producer-manipulated. Yes. He I, allows himself to be manipulated right. by the producers, and that's right. his big fault. However, this is still creepy behavior. Yeah. and also of like he's about- weird a little bit. He's awkward. He's not like a normal bro there. So yeah. I think what happened is when he left, Tasha's like, man, that didn't feel right. I'm not sure I should have done that. And the producer said, hey, she wasn't sure she was supposed to do that. Want well, yeah. to come back? And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, because he doesn't really know. He doesn't really know how to comport himself yeah. in a way that's generally acceptable. And he basically asked her to take him back. She's, he's like, I don't, this doesn't feel right to me. Like, I just, I, like, I love you, yada, yada. She's yeah. like, it's been so long since I've heard someone tell me they love me. And it's like, says, Easy, just said he loved you yeah. a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, this <gasps> isn't. And, but she's like, it means everything. Like, and then, and on top of that, but I'm didn't... pretty sure Zach said it. Like said, an hour ago. Yeah, I'm falling in love with you. Maybe she's distinct, there's a distinction Stupid. between there maybe in her head. Stupid. I don't know. <laughs> but he says it's been a whirlwind, which he says it right this time. <laughs> Last time he said whirlwind, but whatever. <laughs> but he's like, I'm so, I mean, I feel he's sincere. I really do. I'm so, 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 so sorry. I just couldn't, I just couldn't go without telling you I'd never meant to question your integrity or your intentions. And And I just wanted to see you one more time. If, you know, if you want me to go, I will. I don't expect anything from you, but I would do anything in the whole world to stay. Whatever you need, I will do. And she obviously looks very confused, and she's like, I need more time. Yeah, Yeah, she's like, I need more time to think about this. I don't know what to do. Um, And he's like, I respect that. That's cool. And She's like, I'll let you know tomorrow. And he's like, all right.
1: He's like, yeah,
0: I didn't expect an epiphany. But I wanted you to, I just wanted to see you one more time. And I have never felt these emotions for any other girl. I'm not sure you should want maybe woman. Yeah. Or something. But anyway, but I do feel like he's, I don't feel like it's just a role. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe he's just bamboozled me. But I do feel some sincerity from him. I just think he's just this awkward guy who doesn't know how to communicate with just your regular people. Yeah. Um, and then after the credits and everything, the post scene's pretty funny. It's Ed and Tasha's giving him like a little face mask, face thing. mask thing, and he's like, "I've been stressed this week, like, oh man, so it's, been so, it's been so hot. I could really use this." And she's like, "Okay, this will make you feel better. I swear." And, and then he's his, doing it, and then his ITM. He still has the face mask on, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I got a skincare routine. I don't really do face masks too often, but I have a skincare routine. It's a." I get Botox every three months. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very tongue-in-cheek about it. He's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, she's into the whole beauty thing. And so, you know, I could see us doing face masks on a Friday night watching Dateline. Yeah, I guess I chose Dateline. I don't know why I chose Dateline. <laughs> and he's like, then they cut back to him and her. And she's like, oh, I think we need a napkin. He's like, oh, well. I didn't come prepared with a napkin. <laughs> so the whole thing was the whole thing was funny. Made me go, Okay, so this is why Ed's been here so long. Yeah. Right he's funny, he's self deprecating. Yeah. You know. So anyway, but that was that. That so was the episode. We've so got, according we've to got the preview, we got a lot to cover next yeah, in the next couple weeks. So. Hometowns is next week and the mental all it looks like. Um, if you look at the preview really, really carefully, you'll be able to sort of suss out who the final four are, I believe. Um, but I'm not going to share that. Yeah. If you want to go look, you can figure it out. Um, and then the final week is right before Christmas and that'll have to be fantasy suites and And final two and meeting her or dad, who we love and the rest of her family who we also love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the episode. Um, Go ahead, and if you liked this episode, you can go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe. You can share this podcast with your mothers or your daughters or just the people in your life that like The Bachelor. Um, If you want, you can follow us on the gram uh, at Podcast, or you can email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We have a lot of content next week. Let us know who you think. Is going to go to Hometowns. Yeah. And where it will... And let us know who you hope she chooses. Who, who and let think. us know who you would choose. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so you, <laughs> okay, number one, who you hope she chooses. Number two, who you think she'll choose. And number three... Um, who you would choose? <laughs> Sign me up for Ben. <laughs> All right, oh, thanks for know. listening. He's a lot. Of, <laughs> he's maybe a lot of work. Maybe brenton is the easiest. I don't know. i will think about it. We th- we'll think about it and come back. All right. Bye. bye. bye.